It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Okay, well, this one could be a little controversial, Del, but, you know, before I actually uh, get get into that, I just want to remind everyone about our best question bonus giveaway. That is underway All you have to do to enter is to send your question that you want answered by Dale in to askdale at askdaleanything.com. That's askdale at askdaleanything.com. And you're going to get your question answered and you're going to get entered into this awesome ongoing giveaway for one of Dale's transformational courses that just might change your life for the better. So it's like a twofer. It's a win-win. You're going to get two things, get at least your question answered, and you're going to get this opportunity to win one of Dale's amazing courses. So definitely send your question in. Askdale at askdaleanything.com. Okay. So let's get back to our question for the day. This question was emailed in from Wyatt in Kansas. Wyatt asks, I had to clear my throat for this one. This this is a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? I should say this is a heavy question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, and do mind you, everybody. You know we. we Dale just answers these as these come in, okay? So don't be don't be getting upset with us here. <laughs> all right. So Wyatt says, with all the suffering so many people go through with disease, mental illness, war, sex trafficking, and the other bad stuff that happens, I don't see how God can be real. Especially when I think about some of the horrible things that happen to children. How could a fair and loving God ever let those things happen? And is God real? And if so, how do you know? Well, uh, yes, that's not only a great question, uh, Wyatt. It's it's also a very deep question. Um, It's one of those questions where we could easily spend probably the better part of the day on the question and go to a number of different places with it. So in the time that we have here uh, with regard to our episode today, uh, let's see where we can take it. So the first of all, from my perspective, uh, I would say God is real. And I would say that because I've had direct experiences. So, and what I mean by direct experiences, this is more than just reading about God in and from a book and i'm not saying we should not read books i think books are great and they serve their purpose really well Uh, but for me i've had uh actually a number of direct uh, visceral experiences uh, with what i would refer to as the godhead uh, in that of my own body meaning i'm i'm fully here and having some kind of an experience and i can tell you that whenever I've had these experiences, ultimately where I land uh, is the most peaceful, the most quiet, the most graceful, uh, the most beautiful, the most balanced, the most harmonious place at least I could ever ask to be. It's just, it's so enriching, it's so captivating, it's so real, it's so enlivening it's so confirming and validating that at least from my perspective there really is a god now in that i would also say that god um, or the universe or the divine because here's another area i think that's really important to at least touch on here today 
that not everybody refers to this as God. In fact, some people take offense when we refer to this as God. Now, I refer to it as God, but I'm also very quick when I'm in front of a large audience to say this is what I refer to it as, but you might refer to it as something else. Uh, you might refer to it as the divine, which I've, which I've also referred it to as, uh, or spirit, or the great white spirit. Um, whatever it is, that it's, it's such an, and I believe it needs to be such an individuated experience where we have our own personal enriching experience with the divine, with God, with the universe in this way. And then collectively, we at least at some point begin to have an experience uh, at that level as well. So what I know to be true, uh, again, for me, in my life, along my journey, and having worked with a lot of different people over the decades now, is that uh, God is not just a loving God, God is also an allowing God. Uh, meaning, God allows these types of things to occur. And I know that sounds really strange. Why would a loving God ever do that? Well, there is a reason why. And so, in this world, in this 3D world that we're a part of, uh, in this physical form that is, there is both light, as in the light of God, and then there's also dark, as in shadow. And that dark is equal to, or at least it has been equal to the light here in this 3D world. And because of that, the dark also gets to play. And in fact, the dark up until most recently, I would even go ahead and say, has had a full reign, full reign over this world here. Uh, meaning the dark can infiltrate, penetrate, permeate into one's consciousness, especially one that's not paying attention, into one that um, has maybe been numbing themselves down with their favorite drug of choice, and, and they, they're not aware of this sort of thing and how this actually works or how it could work possibly, meaning allowing for uh, those types of individuals that serve as portals for the dark to come through, to play havoc, so to speak, to maybe cause destruction or at least uh, kind of twist things up uh, or maintain control over someone or something in, ter in terms of even a larger a group of people. It's all kinds of possibilities here. Now, by the same token, on the light side, on the light side, you have, again, going back to, if you will, that loving God, um, on the light side, for those of us that are serving more as those portals, and more specifically, more specifically, those clear portals or pure portals of where that light, uh, that force of light, that is also of God can flow through and it can do also as in penetrate, permeate, uh, infiltrate, and so on. So now in that, there, there's been a real turn here. Uh, there's been, if you will, a shifting of the guard. So as I alluded to a moment ago, in my experience of all this, uh, the dark, if you will, has had reign over this world, period. That now has shifted. And even though we don't see the fullness of that shift just yet, because when you're talking about something like this and of this magnitude, it takes a little while for once the shifting of the guard has taken place, it takes a while for everyone to be able to experience it, at least to some degree, out here in our external world or in this physical world known as the 3D world. Uh, so that takes a little time. But for those that are really dialed into this, they're already having these types of experiences. In other words, they already know this is true, that there's been this shifting of the guard. Now, to somebody who's not dialed in, they might disagree with this. And of course, they're, as always, they're entitled to do so, but they might very well disagree with this. They might say this whole thing is all messed up. This whole thing is all screwed up. This whole thing is just so weird and upside down. 
And to some degree, it kind of is, because there's been a lot of imbalances that have been going on, especially in light of your question, Wyatt, around just even the sex trafficking, the amount of imbalances that are a part of that experience around this idea of literally capturing uh, young people and then trafficking them for the name, of, it's not just for the name of sex, but for the name of money, right? The name of money and power and greed and all those types of things. So, you know, there's a serious imbalance there. But then again, when you're looking at the dark, whenever the dark has projected itself upon us as a race or upon an individual or upon an entity or an organization or an institution, uh, like maybe the political institution or even the religious institution or the corporate institution, you know, the dark can and has in the past at least imposed itself upon these institutions that are to be serving the people. And all of a sudden, now they're not only not serving the people, uh, rather the whole tables have been turned and they're now serving themselves, meaning they're running their own self agendas uh, through some of these types of institutions. So again, imbalance or imbalances, they're all around us, no question about it. Some people on an individual level, they have two or three imbalances that are going on in their life right now. And in all fairness to some of these people, they're not even aware those imbalances are going on within them, which means wherever there's an imbalance, there's at least a potential for that dark side that dark influence to penetrate, to permeate, to infiltrate, uh, just like the, the, on the other side of that coin, as the imbalances become balances or get balanced out, and now we have an individual that's standing before us that's a real balanced human being, then the same would hold true, as in the light is infiltrating itself into that of that person and their life, or into that of those that that person is now touching. So it works on both sides. And so God, or the God, obviously knows this, um, and is allowing this to play itself out. You must, I think it's important to remember, if you study astrology, if you study numerology, if you study you know, uh, sacred spiritual text, uh, ancient spiritual text from long ago, and you really start to tap in either physically or maybe you have mystical ability and you can tap in on the inner and literally go to where uh, what has already happened in the past has been stored in, in like a, a large library, energetic library, you can see that or come to know uh, that not only has the dark had rain again, like I alluded to a moment or two ago, but in addition to that, that the dark has been penetrating, it's been permeating, it's been playing itself out in and through that of our humanity, period. And this has been going on for thousands of years. There's nothing new to what I what it is I just said. And I think you know, majority of people would relate to that or maybe just spoke about that last night over dinner with their loved one, uh, having a deeper conversation around this. And so, but there's been a big change. There's been a big change on the inner plane, a big change around this shifting of the guard where what we're moving towards, where uh, this is going to get to be the turn of the light. This is going to get to be where the light is at some point is going to start to have rain over. Now, we're not quite at that point, at least from my perspective, we're not. Right now where we are, there's a battle going on between the light and the dark. The dark has had this control, this influence for X number of thousands of years. And, and even though the light now is moving in in a more... Uh, present way, in a more abundant way, in a more accessible way than ever before. And that'll continue as each year now goes by. But while that's 
happening, uh, the dark, you know, it doesn't want to let go. It doesn't want to let go of its influence. It doesn't want to let go of its power. So it's battling right now, even though the light is becoming more abundant, it's battling and the light is battling it. So there's this big battle going on on the inner planes between the light and the dark. Of course, the God is at the center of it, at the high point, and, and allowing this because as we go through time, time of where we are to be evolving, and even though we probably haven't evolved a lot lately, not that we haven't evolved at all, but we probably haven't evolved a lot for partly the reasons I just uh, uh, spoke on. Um, however, you can also see there's something else going on here in the name of our evolution as a humanity at soul level. Now, this is really unique because our soul is the part of us in conjunction with there's even a higher part of us, you could say our higher self or our greater self, that is directly connected to the God or to the commander in the universe or to the great white spirit. Again, whatever name you have chosen to, to refer to this by or whatever it is that feels most right to you, um, that whatever that is, that's what connects us to that. And so because of that connection that's deep inside of us to that of something much greater than us, as in God, as in the great white spirit, that because of that, what's now happening, there's more and more of us that are starting to tap into what it is I just spoke on. And as they're tapping in, they're getting more excited. They're becoming more focused. They're becoming more dedicated. They're getting more committed to this much greater process that's at play, which has to do with that of their own personal transformation, their own transcending to this higher part of them within them as a way to fully honor their sacred relationship to that of the God or to the great white spirit. And so as more of us are stepping into this, this in itself is now the byproduct. It is the outward manifestation of what's been going on in the inner planes. And as I know it to be, and I do have mystical ability. So how, what I know it to be is this shifting of the guard actually occurred not all that long ago. In fact, I did a whole webcast on it right around the time when it did for the people that are in our, what we call our Elevate program. And, um, and I pinpointed it right to that point only because that's the way I was experiencing it on the inner planes. That's the way it was being shown. That's the way it was being revealed to me. That was the visceral experience I was having around it. Yet I also knew then that this would take a while for it to outwardly manifest to where it becomes more visible to many people around the globe, where they start to have some kind of an experience with this, where they start to be able to see it or recognize it somehow, some way. And then they start to get excited about their part in this. And as, and again, going back, I'll say it one last time here. The part here is for us to get more engaged in that of our own personal transformation, our own personal uh, transcendence, transcending of ourselves, transcending of the lower parts of ourselves, so that more of this light the forces of light can penetrate, infiltrate, permeate through that of us, us being utilized as a portal, but also we become the beneficiary of that light because that light makes its way into literally every part of our body, every part of our life, which means it further enriches us. It further empowers us. It further strengthens us in our relationship to that of the God or to that of the universe uh, or the um, uh, the great white spirit. And so um, in this, this all needs to be played out. So if we go back to, you know, some of the darker, denser, nastier stuff that goes on. 
and has been going on for eons now on this planet, which for the most part has been somewhat hidden. So Wyatt, obviously you're up to speed on some of this darker, nastier stuff that's been going on for hundreds of years on this, thousands of years on this planet for that matter. And, but you also probably know it's starting to come out into the public. It's starting to be exposed. That's that light. That's the abundance of that light that's ever increasing or expanding right now through that of us onto the planet. And as always, as more light comes upon us, as more light comes through us, the first place it's going to is where it's dark. And if, and whenever you're in doubt of this, you can conduct your own experiment in your own house or in your own office. All you got to do is just wait until the nighttime hours, turn out the lights in a room of your house or throughout your entire house. Just turn out the lights, turn them off. And then just let yourself adjust to that darkness that you're experiencing in your own home, meaning the absence of light in your own home, just for a minute or three. And then after you adjust on purpose, go ahead and turn on a light switch and watch what happens. If you can, I say if, and that's a big if, because light travels very fast, right? So the moment you turn on that light switch, where does that light go? What does that light do? Now that's on a physical level. Of course, I'm using that as a metaphor right now uh, to, to uh, describe what it is I'm really talking about, and that is the real light that is coming through in a more abundant and expansive way as that comes through, it right away goes to these dark pockets. It's why in these dark pockets, slowly but surely, not overnight. This can only happen through a process of time. The key here is that process of time has now begun. Whereas uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago at the most, it hadn't begun yet because that shifting of the guard needed to take place. That has now taken place. So now this light is becoming more abundant. It's becoming more expansive. This is going to continue in the months and even years to come, quite frankly. It's going to get much brighter, which means more dark is going to be exposed. These ugly, uh, nastier, uh, hidden truths or these narratives that we are being told via uh, through most of our media outlets uh, these narratives that are not based on higher truth. They're based on someone else's self-truth. They're based on someone else's self-agenda to accomplish whatever it is they or that is out to accomplish over time, not right away. But the process, the point, the point here is the process has begun. And this process cannot be stopped because this light, it's the turn of the light. It's, uh, it's time for the light to eventually have full reign of this 3D world. So going back to your, the first part of your question about God and God being a loving God. So uh, whenever I've experienced God, and I experience God a lot, in other words, it's not just an intellectual thing. Whenever I experience God, I always land in the exact same place. Always. And it's this place of just immense light, immense warmth, immense love, immense simplicity, uh, immense harmony and balance and all those other things I mentioned at the opening of our show here today. Um, and that to me is more real than anything else, because whenever I've been in this place, experientially wise, uh, it's the one thing that's become consistent. Every single time this has happened for me, I land in the same place. I might discover something new in terms of a new insight, get a new message, I get new information in terms of what's coming, not just for myself, but what's coming for other people that I care about, that I'm in service to, or I might even get information for humanity and what's coming next for humanity. Uh, anybody that knows me, sometimes... I pick up information on what's coming 
in a certain sector of the planet. And, and then I'll announce that if appropriate, if I'm inspired to. In other words, if I really have permission to do so uh, because it's the right thing. And so, uh, but that's always been in that experience, that experiencing of this where it's, it's, it's so visceral, it's so real, it's, it's so alive, and it has all these other qualities that I've now highlighted, and quite frankly, even more, it's just beyond. It's, it's, uh, sometimes, I remember when this first started happening to me, I had, it was really difficult for me to describe in words what I just experienced. And so, and yet from that very first experience, uh, and not that I didn't know that God or the divine or, or spirit was real, because I've always kind of had a sense it was real, at least for me. But when I had my first experience, it took me to a whole new level of knowing in my body on a cellular level. And then every time I've had one of these experiences, it's taken me deeper and deeper. So from my reference point or from my point of view, I see this as God has been allowing for this storyline, this much larger storyline that needs to play itself out. So, and a significant part of that storyline is this dark, is this dark agenda that humanity has been under for some time. And that dark agenda needed to play itself out. It's clearly playing itself out. Only now it's literally also being exposed little by little, slowly but surely, not all in one setting. One setting would literally overwhelm uh, humanity's nervous system. It would be too much too fast. It's got to be done incrementally. And, but that is the good news. It is being done incrementally. And this process has begun. And this process can no longer be stopped. You know, this was making me think about our own internal <clears throat> darkness or, or lightness compass. And, you know, I was recalling a time when I was in a much darker place and was attracting a lot of dark energy to myself. And then it started manifesting as physical illness and various crises in my life. And so... <clears throat> I know, and I started working with you, and as I began to shift towards a lighter and brighter existence, those things also began to shift. So, you know, without inciting a riot, because I'm not saying that, you know, people are magnetizing like illnesses and, you know, this is like, <laughs> I don't want to open a can of worms here. Um, but could you speak to that as within, so without universal law and how we might be able to change that balance from dark to light in our own personal world? Uh, you know, like what are a few strategies to begin actually doing this? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Mickey. The so externally, there's this, there's the force of dark, and there's the force of light. Now, as I've already spoken on, um, internally that also holds true. Inside of us, we also have those same those those same forces. We have dark and we have light inside of us that's very individuated to us. And so for those of us that begin to see it this way, that they begin to start to recognize and acknowledge this and take ownership for this, and more specifically, start looking into themselves for where there's parts of them that are filled with light, and there's parts of them that are potentially or possibly filled with dark. Not as an evil dark, but just dark. It's been cut off from the light. It's, 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 uh, this part of us is experiencing the absence of that light. And so because you are to be the captain of your own ship, meaning you're to be the captain of your own mind, you're to be the captain of your own feeling body, you're to be the captain, quite frankly, of your own spirit, um, you're to be the captain of your own subconscious or your own inner child. And I know some people, maybe, maybe they disagree with that. And again, you're entitled to that. But I discovered this long ago in my own life. And I've taught this to many, many people throughout the years, or now for that matter, now over the decades. And with great success. Why? Not because I'm super amazing. 
It's because this resonates with people. Why does it resonate with people? Because they're ready for it. What are they ready for? They're ready to start to embrace their own darkness. They're ready to uh, stop this denying that they don't have any dark inside of them and, and rather replace that with something far more progressive and ultimately productive, at least at soul level, and that is the embracing, the engaging of that of their own darker side, of that of their own shadow side. And that shadow side or that dark side within inside of us um, more than likely is going to have multiple aspects to it. Uh, meaning your shadow side is going to be broken down into two, three, four, five aspects that are very distinct. And once you learn how to tap into them, because you're now willing and ready to recognize them, you know, one of the things I say in my book, and uh, being called a change, I talk about the denial dynamic, right? And where we've got a problem going on, but we keep on denying the problem. We keep on pretending like the problem doesn't exist. Well, it's the same thing here. People have a shadow aspect with inside of them. They like to blame it out into the external world. Now, in the external world, it's also going on out there. Because in the external world, there's both dark and light now. So it's easy to spot the dark in the external world, especially in this world, in the three-day world. I mean, that does not take a lot of intelligence. It does not take a lot of effort. Pretty easy, especially in today's time, to spot the negativity, the darkness, and even the, the cruelty, uh, the... Uh, self-centered uh, agendas that are going on. Uh, it's becoming easier and easier to spot that stuff externally. What's not as easy to spot is to spot that stuff that's possibly going in, uh, going on with inside of our own self. That's what's not easy. That takes, that takes a little bit of courage, takes some acts, as in plural, of, bra uh, of bravery, it's going to require a little bit of discipline. You're probably going to do best with a good teacher, a good authentic teacher in your corner, or a good uh, transformational life coach, or a good transformational psychologist, or a counselor, somebody of that caliber that really does know what they're doing, and they've gone further than you have along their journey, and they've got some tools in their, in their repertoire to be able to teach you, to um, empower you with, so that you can get on with the real business at hand. So what um, I've also discovered is that to change the external world, instead of putting our focus on the external world, that when enough of us bring that focus into that of our internal world, individually speaking, when enough of us, and I could, I could give you a number, I'm not going to, uh, if you were closer to me than I possibly would, as in if you're in one of our ongoing programs. Um, but whatever that number is, once we reach that number among our humanity, meaning of these types of souls here in physical form that are really true to this as a cause, and that is where, number one, they are really confronting their own darkness their own shadow aspects with inside of them. They're confronting these parts of themselves in a way that's healthy, in a way that's conscious, in a way that's responsible and integrous. And they're learning how to bring more consciousness to the confrontation of whatever they're confronting with inside themselves. So whatever that is, that's of a darker, more shadowy type nature, as they do that, that is a gateway into bringing more light into that of your own being. That is a gateway to having the parts of you that are already filled with light to become actually brighter and over time to begin to move into a process of integrating those shadow aspects or those darker aspects or that darker side with inside of ourselves we start to integrate that into that abundance of light that we have access to also with inside of ourselves 
to where over time we're becoming healthier, not just physically, we're becoming healthier emotionally, we're becoming healthier mentally, we're becoming healthy, healthier spiritually, for real now. As more of us do this, then that whole external thing that many of us can now see that's been going on with some of that nasty, darker, lower, uh, and even evil dynamics that have been going on, this, going on this planet for some time, that's what's going to get exposed. And as that becomes exposed, it's going to become more and more difficult for those that are engaged in those types of activities, those that are driving those types of activities, those that are trying to recruit more people into those types of activities, or literally uh, captivating uh, you know, and holding people captive in those types of activities, uh, it's going to become increasingly more difficult for them to continue on with those types of activities. I, the way I experience this, this is how we change everything by literally uh, going into our own self and individuating what it is I've just highlighted in a real proactive progressive way that is conscious, or at least we're becoming more conscious of it, uh, we're becoming more aware of it, and we're most certainly taking on more personal responsibility for it. And so in that, um, you know, you're not going to confront everything all at once, meaning whatever the entirety of the darkness is that resides within you, but rather how it's going to happen, it's going to happen incrementally. Once you choose this consciously, once you say, I'm willing and I'm ready, I want to heal my life, I want to have a better life, I want to have a, a life that's more rich maybe, say, in my connection, in my relationship to God or to, great, to the great white spirit, whatever that might look like for you, that all of that is possible, all of that we can have, uh, and we've got to move towards it. And this is probably the most important thing or one of the most significant things, shall I say, that we can do in our moving towards it. Awesome. Well, I think that uh, it's really great to look at that part as well. You know, I know this is like such a deep topic that we could just talk about on and on. And I have to say this particularly fascinates me because I grew up in a really religious family. And so Wyatt's questions really hit home with me because I had a lot of these questions when I was a kid. And I think everybody does, you know, it, it's just so hard. Um, for a long time, I didn't believe in God. And until I had some personal experiences that made me really go, okay, there is a God. But, you know, it did take that um, for me to have that validated. And so um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about not only, you know, the collective energy and what's going on on the planet with light and dark, but that internal focus as well. Yeah, it's just so, again, it's, it's, it's one of the more significant things that you or I will ever do. Um, and whenever in doubt, just feel into your soul. Feel into your soul, and, but feel into it in a way that, you know, ask, ask your soul, is this what you want for me? Is this what you want me to do? Is this what you want me to be engaged in? You'll get an answer. We always do. And as long as you stay open and receptive, and you'll get the answer. Now, whether or not you'll be willing to act on the answer right away, that might be a whole other dynamic, at least for some. But nonetheless, you've got the answer as to what it is that's most right for you. Because ultimately, we are, as a race now, we are going to a better place. Um, you know, there's going to be hiccups along the way. Clearly, there's going to be challenges and obstacles and and losses and all those types of things because the place that we're highlighting right now is that place where we're in more of that experiencing of God, the divine, great white spirit, as a loving force, as a 100% loving force, as an unconditional loving force. That no matter what we do in that place, we are loved without condition. And the love is just, I mean, it's there. 
and it's there 100%. It's and just like, you know, people who have had it who have had a near death experience, you know, I remember years ago uh I was just fascinated with near death experiences partly cuz I had one, um but the other part was I was just fascinated with this and so back in the days before some of my higher abilities opened up or reawakened for me um my only way of accessing this was through study. And so I would study the books. I would study the case studies that had been done over a good chunk of time. And I ended up studying like uh, well over 500 case studies of individuals that had a near-death experience. And then in the presence of somebody else, another professional, there was a documentation done of the details of their experience. And there were a number of things that just stood out to me like a bright light bulb uh, that was a commonality among all of these cases. And one of them was, is this love. The, the warmth, the, the, and I'm not talking about the warmth as in it's a scary thing or it's a threatening thing. It's a warmth that, be, that is so inviting like to the point that almost every single person, and including myself, had an experience where they didn't even want to come back. Mainly because this love, the warmth, the intensity of the warmth in the best of ways was so immense, was so enveloping, was so quite... Actually, it, it was everything that both they would talk about and in, the, in, the, in some of the details they would impart from the experience they had uh, with that near-death experience. Um, and yet, it was a commonality. Of the 500-plus cases that I studied word for word, it was pretty much right across the board a commonality among the majority of these individuals. and. That's what's available. That's what's real. That is that loving God. And when, should you have an experience in your physical form with at least what I've come to know as the Godhead experience, which means it's an aspect of God. And you're having a full visceral experience with an aspect of God in its purest form. So just imagine that if you can for a moment. What that might even begin to be like. To, and some of you that are listening to this episode, perhaps you've already had the experience and you're like, yeah, Dale, go, go, share it with the world. Uh, this is so resonating with me because I had a similar experience. Not something I read out of a book. I had literally had an experience with this. I literally felt in the presence of my entire system the love of God in the best of ways, in the purest of ways in the most authentic of ways. I mean, it changed me. From that point on, it just changed, talk about that perception. It just, it changed the way I perceive life. It changed the way I perceive everything that's going on in my life. It changed the way I even perceive death. Everything radically changed, which was another commonality among many of those case studies uh, way back when, when I was engaged in those types of studies. Wow. <laughs> and then I guess so now we're almost out of time here, but you know, we're going to have to get into the story of your experience with that as well at some point. Uh, yeah, we could. <laughs> that, that'd be a whole other episode, Dill. Well, I'm sure after this, we're probably going to have a, a flood of questions coming in, more questions about God and this topic, and that's okay. Bring them on. As you guys know, Dale can truly answer anything profoundly, So, as he's proven here today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dale, for so eloquently and beautifully answering what could be considered, you know, a pretty... Um, a pretty pretty volatile question depending you know well it's uh, thank you and of course it's it's a privilege to do this um you know i remember 
you know, when I was a little boy and uh, our parents would send myself and my younger sister at the time to Sunday school. And I used to love going to Sunday school because I got to hang out with my friends and I got to learn a little bit about God and and uh, used to really uh, like it for the most part. But then as I got a little older, somehow, some way, it just uh, wasn't doing it for me. And so I moved away from it for a while and then I went back to it for a little bit in my very young adult life uh, just to see if maybe it would start to resonate with me, meaning that was my path. And... Um, and then I concluded that it wasn't. And so I was to get on a, uh, a different path, if you will. And even though that was a long time ago, um, I've, I've really come to appreciate this type of a topic around just being sensitive to the beliefs that people hold inside of themselves. And, you know, and I'm sensitive to that as, you know, big time sensitive to that because I'd never want to take anything away from anybody and especially something that they really believe in. Uh, just like I wouldn't want anybody to take that away from me either. Right. And so I know it's, or at least can be a controversial subject. And so, um, you know, my intention always, whenever this comes up is to, you know, maintain that level of sensitivity to be able to answer the question as truthful as I know how to answer it, coming from, and I often say, from my experience or from my perspective, because um, I don't want to push any of this down anybody's throat, so to speak. If you disagree with what I just said, you're entitled to that. And, and I'm a-okay with that. I'm not here to convince you otherwise. That is not my role uh, at this stage of my life at all. Rather, my role is is to do my best at speaking truth and speaking from this place of experience uh, of what I've come to appreciate in knowing um, that is true, at least for myself. And then out of that, those that resonate with this, you know, as they come across not just this episode, but any of our episodes, and they find themselves resonating like, you know what, this is really speaking to me. Well, then that's probably a good indicator to hang around us for a while and take advantage of the other episodes that we've already already have somewhere up on our platform uh, or episodes that, you know, we'll put out in the name of, you know, future subsequent you know, broadcast. Because ultimately, uh, you know, my intention is just to serve. It's just to assist anybody and everybody along their journey in helping them to possibly understand on a deeper level, what it is that they might be struggling with right now. Because as that understanding becomes a little deeper, as that understanding becomes a little richer or a little more expansive, it, it's only at that point where the person's even willing to make a different choice, a new choice, or to take on a new approach, whatever that might look like um, from time to time. And so... Um, in that, again, that this I, I I I do know that especially these types of questions are they are a little deeper, and they become very real for people for all of us. I'm sensitive towards that, and uh, and then with that, do everything I know how to do to be able to present it in a way that hopefully is palatable, and then even digestible. Uh, for the very simple reason. To, for the listener to be able to check in with themselves, run it up and down their own internal flagpole. Does this resonate with me? Does this ring true for me? And if it does, hang around and, and uh, take in more of this. If it does not resonate with you, you might want to come back and check one more time just to check. <laughs> and if it still doesn't resonate with you, then that ought to be okay too. That ought to be, be okay too. And then for that person, just maintain your search and looking for whoever it is that can help you to deepen your understanding, expand your understanding of whatever it is that you're currently struggling through, because it's that deeper understanding as we, as we start to experience that, that's what starts to empower us to be able to get closer uh, in resolving that struggle, punching through that struggle. Right. 
you know, I remember when I was a kid, Dale, <clears throat> questioning my dad. You know, my dad was a minister, and I remember him from the pulpit having this kind of, um, you know, the way I believe is the right way and everybody else is wrong. And I remember at five or six years old asking him, I'm like, but dad, if all these other people believe it as much as you do, and I'm, maybe I was more like seven or eight, but said something to the effect of if everybody else believes as strongly as you do and as devoutly as you do that they're right, then how can they be wrong? And uh, to this day, I remember he really didn't have a good answer, you know? And I think I was honestly brought to this world just to be a thorn in my dad's side, you know, because I was questioning everything. And, uh, <laughs> but I, I love the fact that you you answered this universally. You answered it in a way that can resonate with anyone. And I, I really appreciate that about you, Dale. Well, again, thank you, Mickey. And, and, um, I'm glad that we have this platform and that we're doing what we're doing um, with that intention being that this might help somebody along their journey in the best of ways. Um, yeah. For that's why we're really doing this here uh, and now. So yes. um, it's a great honor to be doing it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Wyatt, for the wonderful question. As controversial as I might have felt it was, Dale handled it beautifully, and maybe that's just because of the upbringing I had. <laughs> Brought my own personal stuff to this table at this time, obviously. But it was uh, it was a really awesome topic, and you know we invite more questions like this. So hey, bring it on, everybody! I guarantee you, Dale has got an amazing, and eloquent, and helpful answer for anything you present him with. <laughs> 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 All right, Dale. Well, I think that is it for today. Thank you so much for your um, insight on this interesting topic. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm, I'm glad we. Um, I'm glad we got into it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And remember, everybody, our best question bonus giveaway. You can just send your question in to uh, that you want answered by Dale to askdale at askdaleanything.com. And you can get your question answered and be entered for a chance to win one of Dale's transformational courses that could change your life for the better. So with that, we will see you soon. Thanks for joining All us. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawaycom forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.